Are you ready to learn more about promoting play, defending childhood, empowering caregivers? Save 10% on professional development at explorationsearlylearning.com and support the show with the coupon code OOL. Click the link in the show notes to browse upcoming trainings. Hi, welcome back to Out of Line. This is Annie. On our last episode, I shared space with Raquel Knack, and we talked about her journey as a parent of three with a large separation between her older two and younger. We talked about her older two's experience in conventional education systems and how she has taken a different path for her youngest now. Um, That conversation wrapped up beautifully and we kept talking and decided to hit record again because one of the challenges I often hear about from parents, families, people looking to get into unschooling is that it's not accessible to them. And that is whether it's their schedule, financially, there's something that they feel is prohibiting them from really diving fully into self-directed learning and education. And um, Raquel and I kept talking and exploring this idea of how to get to unschooling if you are trying to get there and what it means. Um, It is something that I believe is totally available to anyone and everyone It just requires some different life changes and life decisions to make that happen. There has been a growing number of uh, learning centers, enrichment programs, depending on your state, your community, it could look different. Um, There are Sudbury schools, there are agile learning centers, there are um, liberated learners, uh, tutoring centers, things like that, that really offer um, a different approach to learning. And um, I'm not talking about alternative schools, but I'm really talking about places where children can go and learn in community that are still consent-based and non-coercive and really center their interests and their desires and trust that they will learn regardless of what is being taught by a grown-up in the room. Um, So here... Please enjoy Raquel and I as we continue talking about what it can look like and what it means to really decide as a family to shift into an unschooling world. Thanks for listening. Enjoy. Welcome back, Raquel. Talking about how, like, how did we even make the choice? Yeah. Financially or time-wise to be able to access, yeah. Um, and we actually made a lot of changes, but part of that was like, we were going from two full-time incomes down to one plus a startup. Uh And so, um, we did, we really did crazy things. I guess what would be considered crazy (laughs) things in this society, we, um, completely downsized. Oh, wow. So had a at least be it. We had like two nice new vehicles that we were leasing that we got rid of. And, um, when the leases were up Mm -hmm. and, um, bought inexpensive vehicles with no payments and put the lowest amount of insurance that was required on them. (laughs) Um, we like paid off as much debt as we could. We actually moved from a um, more expensive home to a lesser expensive home that, yeah. that 
the monthly payment was much less. Yeah. Um, so we did this huge, and we had like huge garage sales to sell so much, so many of our possessions that we had that we weren't using. And then we utilized that money to pay off debt. And like, we just got really creative and made all these changes so that we could sustain our, you know, food and healthcare and electricity and gas and all of that stuff on one income. Yeah. And it was a very, um, it was quick. Like all of that happened within the course of six months. Wow. And then I started, you know, thankfully, um, once I made the decision to start my own business, it took off right away. Like it, awesome. I started having childbirth education classes that were full right away. I started, you know, oh, getting referrals for lactation right away. So that helped. You were really fulfilling a need that didn't exist in our community too. I know that because I've been part of that for you. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it doesn't always have to look like such a dramatic shift because in truth, um, especially, so we kind of do, you know, we make sure we do reading and we do some sort of like investigative science work every day. It takes like two hours, maybe. And so if some parents are thinking like, okay, how do I do this mm -hmm. outside like depending on the age of the child for child care during the day, um, you can do it in the evening and on the weekend. Like yeah. some of our biggest learning happens on the weekends or on vacation. We learn all, like we don't take breaks. We just do it all year round. Yeah. And our big things happen when we're on vacation. Well, and I think, um, I think you make a really good point that like you don't have to make these major shifts Although I think committing to an unschooling lifestyle really makes you or causes you to pause and step back and look at how you're living your life and where your priorities are and what you want it to look like. And just as you said, like stepping away from the corporate world gave you so much more joy in your life and so much more fulfillment. Um, you know, I think that's been a huge thing for me too. Like where else can I divest from these systems that are working against me rather than for me? And um, it's yeah. sometimes it's so often choosing to live with less. Yeah. Because who is it that is telling us that we need more? Right. And I think as you get further into. Jeff Bezos. <laughs> you're right. I know. <laughs> um. As you get further into the homeschooling or unschooling journey, you start seeing more and more these systems that are in place. And you start asking these questions like, why are we doing it this way? Obviously, this isn't working. This isn't working for our for us as individuals and as families, but then as a community. Right. Or or um, as a nation, like things you're starting to see that things are breaking down and why it's okay to ask the question of just because we've always done it this way doesn't mean that that is the best way to do it. Right.
Well, and I think too, like, like going a step further, we haven't always done it this way. It's been about a hundred years, a little bit more, and it looks so different. And this is a conversation I have with my parents a lot, um, how different school is than when they went to school. It's so different even now from when I went to school in the eighties, like my parents' school year was shorter. Their school day was shorter. Their lunch breaks, you know, they had lunch breaks that were an hour so they could go home and eat lunch at home. And not all kids did that, but if you could, you did. And you didn't have homework. You had jobs after school, maybe instead of homework. Um, and it, I, my mom talks about, you know, she grew up on the South side of Chicago and she talks about getting on the train to go down to the art Institute and take classes by herself at like eight years old. Like, and I'm not suggesting that you do that today because it is a different world, but can we trust kids more? And can we, um, like you said, consider other parts of our life learning. It doesn't have to be like, okay, now you're, you're teaching your kid from nine to three, and this is your homeschool day. And then on the weekends, like it just all melts away. And I think you're right that we have such a privilege and luxury in Michigan because we don't have to submit test scores or proof of learning. Um, and I feel really lucky about that, but that it also opens up opportunities to look at life as learning. And that's the self-directed education piece, right? Like it's not just school, it's all of our, our whole life becomes learning and growing and part of our own education as a person. Yeah. And the biggest thing that is kind of my, um, light that guides me as I'm making these decisions is not necessarily the information that he's learning, but the ability to discover that information. So as long as he um, has the knowledge about, okay, so let's say I want to do X, Y, Z. Where do I go first? Do I go to YouTube and watch a video? Do I get a book? Do I look online? How do I decipher online? What's garbage and what's for real? (laughs) Or if I try it, you know, the well, and that's such a life lesson for all of us, how to decipher what's garbage online or, or you know, right. written world. Like I remember my dad growing up being like, don't believe everything you read. It, it, it's even more so true these days. Yes. Because we just don't know. Like that's, and that's one person's experience. If they're just sharing a personal experience, like on YouTube, there could be a completely different way to do it. So my thought was, as long as he, you know, can do that. He has, his mind can think in that way. I think he'll be good for the rest of his life. Even if let's say he decides, I think I would like to go to college and become, you know, maybe a professor or a scientist or an engineer. And he has to take those entrance exams. Does he have the capability to, you know, take the practice test to learn what's what's going to be on that test and then say, okay, I guess I need to learn about geometry and algebra and and how to complete Mm -hmm. this equation, how that works. Because at that stage, he probably can very easily learn how to do that within weeks time rather than the years that we dedicate to learning algebra which to be honest, I personally don't use (laughs) at all. Well, you probably are now that you're installing floors a little bit, maybe. 
Um, well, some, most of it is just like <laughs> determining square feet and how much to cut things. Not a lot of algebra there. But... Funny. Well, I think that's funny because that is a huge fear for, I would guess the majority of people entering the unschooling, even homeschooling space is, and, and for whatever reason, math, like we've, we've turned math into this big, scary monster because it was probably hard for all of us because we spent so much time learning things maybe that we weren't ready for, or, you know, whatever. Anyways, lots of reasons for why it's this big, scary monster, but, um, for our, uh, you know, Candace and I run enrichment programs for unschoolers. And we recently hosted a, a family night where we had a panel of people who were either grown unschoolers themselves or had raised unschoolers. And one parent shared, uh, her son is now starting law school. He knew, I think by age, you know, like early teenage years that he wanted to go to college. And so that's when they started looking at, okay, he had never been to school. What do you need to do to get to college? And he ended up okay. taking, I think, three college level math classes in one semester because he needed them. Um, I know now that you don't even need to do that anymore, but like, yes. Yeah, so all of that learning will happen if they know how to be a good learner, not if they start taking tests in kindergarten and know how to take a test. Like that's, that's not going to help you take a test. But um, if you're interested and engaged with the material, you're going to learn how to learn it. Yes. And so that was the biggest thing for me is as long as he had a passion for learning and understood how to find the information, I felt like he could learn anything. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Okay. We have to end on that note because that is so beautiful. I love that. Yeah. Thank you so much, Raquel, for sharing. Thanks for being here. Um, I can't wait to talk to you again and, uh, see you in person hopefully soon too yeah that sounds great everybody this has been another episode of out of line thank you so much for listening we'll see you next week i want to remind everyone too that we have a standing offer at playvolutionhq.com if you are curious to learn more about play-based learning play as an avenue for learning why it matters why you should care about it, why it is good to step out of line, head on over to Playvolution HQ. There are trainings, there are resources. So many of them are free, but our standing offer is that if you want to get involved with a paid training of any kind, you get 10% off by using the code OOL for out of line. Um, don't forget, you can find us at living out of line on Instagram, we um, love sharing stories about people's unschooling, deschooling journeys, um, your self-directed education ideas, concepts, how it's playing out in your world. Please reach out to us. Send us a DM uh, if you want to be on the show, if you have questions, if you want uh, something covered on the show, we would love to hear more about it. Thank you so much for listening. And we encourage you to keep staying, getting running out of line. Have a great one. Bye-bye. It's time to become a member of Playvolution HQ and Explorations Early Learning. There's a free option and three paid patron-level options. All come with free stuff and ongoing automatic training and merch discounts. 
For as little as a dollar a month, you can become a patron. That supports our work, and you get premium stuff like early access to fresh podcast episodes. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash membership, or click the link in this episode's description to learn more. All the cool listeners are doing it. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.